My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast. Last Thursday, I get a million texts from all my friends. Eviction moratorium has been ruled out by the Supreme Court, can immediately gone. <laughs> but before I rushed in and did a podcast on Friday, I thought, you know what? We've been up and we've been down. Yeah. And we've been up and it's a go and it's not a go. And I thought, you know, let me give it a couple days. I'm sure everybody's heard about it, but let's let's go through the opinion of the Supreme Court uh, justices and let's really see. I think we're on pretty solid ground. Yeah. We've got a uh, 6-3 vote. And so that's just a flavor of the day. That's not really what we're here to talk about. But August 31st, 2021, what's on our mind for just some history stakes is let's get back to normal. Yeah, I think you know? every la- every landlord is happy to, uh, that the yo-yo effect Hopefully, is going back in the pocket. <laughs> you know, knock on while. wood there, yeah, Scott. Yeah. Right, knock right, on right, wood, right. because who knows what's going on. So, yep. anyways, I'm feeling pretty good at where we're at. Uh, I don't think any, any landlords want to go back, and I really don't think any of the tenants want to go back. I, I, I think that we got ourselves in such a bad position. You know, we, uh, out here in Arizona, we see cases going through where people are owing fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, and that's going to stick with them. I mean, mm-hmm. that's going to go to a garnishment. That's... People aren't going to get from underneath that debt. Yeah. So really, how much, you know, did we help them? We might have helped them in the short term, but in the long term, yeah. they're going to be in a lot of trouble. It's so, like but, a deferred tax, right? Yeah. You don't have to pay it today, but, but yeah. in somewhere in the future, you're going to get hit with it. But I'm sick of talking about it. So let's move yeah. on to something better. You know, we, we know it. we've been talking about the pool of renters out there now might have a lot more people in it that have that are just getting evicted that haven't paid their rent for a while, mm-hmm. right? And how do we prevent um, us from getting that next problem? And I think that's why we do screening. I mean, let's let's be honest. We want everybody yeah. to have a house over their head, okay? We want to offer our house to everybody that would qualify and pay us, but it's hard to really size up a person just by looking at them. We have to do these background yeah. checks, right? Yeah. We have to see their responsibility. So one of the big things I want to talk about today is is where we all kind of go once we get our criteria together, we get our property ready, we all go to Zillow. You know, and I think there are landlords that are very successful on Zillow, and I think there are landlords that use Zillow the wrong way and waste a lot of time. So I want to talk about being like kind of a master at Zillow today. Okay? I love it. Perfect. Is there a certification I get for being the master of Zillow? You know, you just save a, a lot. Of, you, you, you save a lot of time. Yeah. No, and I think you're going to share some really good, some good tidbits today as far as how we become that master of Zillow. So. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, I when I put my property out on Zillow, Scott, and we talk about this, I'm looking for somebody who wants my property. Right. Not a property. Not a property. Your my property. property. Yeah. And so I want them to really start reading everything, looking at every picture, and I want them to start visualizing that they're going to live there. Yeah. You, you want to engage in a business relationship, right? right? A partnership. Right. Yeah. Now, as a realtor uh, for many years, Scott, and you walked in and mm-hmm. showed houses to people, right? What was your favorite conversation that you had with people? You probably weren't even a part of it. 
Oh, good question. I mean, I, there, there were a lot of them, but uh, I mean, one of my favorites was I just I loved when people would walk into a home and go, "This is ours. We we can see ourselves right. living here." That's when I knew my job. I'm like, "Hey, I've shown you 50 houses. My job is done because right. you've fallen in love, and this is now your house." So now you step back from the conversation mm-hmm. as a realtor, yep. and you let them just start fantasizing, yep. right? I'm letting I'm letting them move in the furniture and hang the drapes and uh huh. All that good stuff. And you're, dinner, yeah. you're saying, I probably am done yep. with this client, yep. right? Well, the same thing happens in the rental world. But in this market, a lot of people aren't out viewing a lot of rentals every day like they are the real estate, right? right? They're seeing things online. So how can we present our property online where they start moving in, measuring the drapes, you know, mm-hmm. deciding where the couch goes? How do we do that when they haven't even seen the property yet? Well, one of the problems that Zillow kind of has created, and I think they, they've made a profit center. Uh, they probably haven't created this problem for them, but they've created a kind of a problem for us landlords. And that is for $30, you can sign up and apply with Zillow, and then you can apply at, at as many houses as you want to. Okay? So for the guy who just was evicted or who maybe has a hard time qualifying – how many buttons or how many applications is he going to push on in one night yeah, sitting? Probably, probably every one of them. I mean, I mean, I'm envisioning taking a handful of like 50 darts and throwing it at the board and saying, any of these will do. Right. Wherever it hits, I'll, I'll take any of those, right? So, yeah, I, I see them uh, click happy, just going boom, right. boom, 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 apply, 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 apply. In hopes, in hopes that somebody doesn't do proper screening right. or something. Now, let's go back to you as a realtor. Mm-hmm. If you sold the first home mm-hmm. you showed every time, it might be good for you, but would people have really have fallen in love with the property? No, no they right? would, yeah, exactly. Because when you, when you qualify and when you can qualify, you get a little picky, and you want certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I go out to apply for a rental, I know I'm going to qualify, so I'm actually going to be kind of picky. Yeah. And so when we see people you know, pay this $30 and they apply and they apply and they apply. Um, you're really, someone's really looking at you that will take any property and you don't want that person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because if someone can apply and they'll take any property, there's a reason in that behavior. Yeah. Right. I, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So you have a family of four kids and y- you want a one bedroom you know, you'd have to say, well, wait a minute. Is that really going to serve you well? Yeah. You know, you have to have some some parameters. Yeah, I'm just looking for something to put my kids in. I don't really right. care. So there's a setting in Zillow for landlords that say accept applications or not. If you accept the application, you get people that apply at your property. So you're going to have, you're going to put your property out. You're going to have 30 people applying at your property and you got to figure out which one you're going to give a chance to. Or there's a setting that says, don't accept applications, and then they'll come in and say, I would like to see your property. I'd like to set up a viewing of your property. Mm-hmm. I always recommend setting up the viewing of the property. Don't take the application. And the reason you don't want to take a bunch of applications is anytime you open up an application and you start looking at people's personal information, they have applied. And if they have applied, Fair Housing says you have to give them an adverse action letter. Okay, so you don't really want to open up, you know, 30 applications and start going through 30 applications and finding the, the right one um, because then you have to give 29 adverse action letters out there. And if I don't do that, what's the what's the penalty? 
Well, the penalty is they can sue you for violating fair housing. And so, you know, however far that lawsuit goes in the different states, but you can still get a fine from Mm -hmm. fair housing. And we're always wanting to teach. You don't even want them because once they see one thing, they might see a a second thing. They're going to start sniffing at every deal you've ever done. right? Now, fair housing would say, hey, we don't want you having 30 people apply at the same time. We want you to pre-screen, pick one person, and allow that person to go through your criteria and treat everybody the same. When you have 30 applications out and you're looking at all this information, you're not really treating everybody the same, okay? Mm -hmm. And so be real careful about accepting and opening up all these applications. Now, we have a solution for this, right? And this Mm -hmm. this is what we do. Um, when I put my properties online, I do not accept applications. I want to show people the property because before you want to kiss me, I want to hold hands, right? I want to meet you. I want to, I want to go out to the property, kind of see how you communicate with me Mm -hmm. because we're going to be partners for the next five years. Wouldn't you want to meet that person? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So if they apply online and you approve them online and you never meet them, there's so many things that you're really not um, you, you're not sure about. Like, here's an example. I show a property to somebody in person, and there's a second person with them. And they seem to be very, very interested in the property. And they ask me, uh, "Where is there enough parking for two here? Mm-hmm. Is there, well, wait a minute. Are you living here? Too? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not living here. Then, then why are you so interested in, in this property? Yeah. You know, I might have an unauthorized occupant because that person couldn't qualify right you know so there are certain things like that that i'm having a conversation with people and i'm really trying to get an idea about my future business partner now i'm sticking with my criteria i'm not saying i like them i don't like them we're not using subjective Mm -hmm. you know information but you want to make sure and before you ever offer somebody to apply at your property that you show them the property you can't do that on zillow right so all 30 applications or all 30 requests to view your property coming in, h- how do you pick the one out of the 30? <laughs> it, it, it takes a lot, right? But, I mean, it, we, we talk about code words. We talk about criteria and things like that. I, I just can bounce back real quick. But if I'm a new landlord or an anxious landlord, you know, as you're, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking, but I want 30 applications, right? But if I'm a new or anxious landlord, th- these are the reasons why you don't want to be taking all those in right. at one time. So I want 30 requests to view my property. And if you use the applications, I don't recommend you do. You'd probably want 30 applications. But before you open them, mm-hmm. how do you know which ones to open? And that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah. So code right? words, right? I mean, we're talking about We're talking about, about putting a code word in your ad. So if we're talking about when you purchase a home and you come and you finally see the one you like and you're starting to to visually and emotionally move into that property. Think about people when they look at your ad online, okay? They look at, does it have a pool? Does it have a yard? I have kids. You know, is it in a certain area of town? Does it have enough bedrooms? Uh, Do this have granite countertops? You know, how luxurious is it? How does it look like the landlord keeps up on it and they're going to, you know, cross their T's and dot their I's, or does it look like it's a really junky place? Yeah. I mean, can, they, I look, can I get away with something yeah. here? Yeah. And so they are screening you long before you're ever going to be able to screen them. So what if you knew that out of the 30, one person looked at every single picture, read every single paragraph, right? Mm-hmm. Would they be interested? 
Well, I think so. That would be a telltale sign for me right. to go, yeah, they, they are, they, they've done their due diligence. Right. Now they want to see the property. Because the person who's going to push apply at all 30 properties doesn't have time to look at all of the pictures, doesn't have time to, to read all of the paragraphs, right? They yeah. don't really care. Not, not, not a discerning yeah, tenant. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know this because I'll call one of them and say, hey, you requested to see my property. Oh, which, which one's yours? Oh, so you've been looking at, oh, yeah, I've applied at a lot of yeah. them. Oh, okay. Um, I, I can see what I'm going to get right, right here, right? <laughs> so we talk about code words. And what I like to do is I like to put a phrase or a word at the end of a paragraph, the very end of the paragraph. So it starts out with this three-bedroom, two-bath home, you know, is mm-hmm. in so-and-so area and, you know, boasts a pool in the backyard and this, you know, all the little right. fancy stuff that we write. Yep. And at the very end, I say this. I say, I will not respond for your request for showing unless you let me know that you're okay providing 12 months of bank statements you know, at the time of right. application. Okay. And so when I'm reading these people's request to view, I'm looking for, I, I was looking for them to say to me in my, in the email I get, I understand that I'm going to be required to give you 12 months of bank statements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now 12 months of bank statements seems to be like, it's a big ask. Like that's a lot of work. So I don't want to have to explain that halfway through someone applying I want them to yeah. agree to that right up front because, you know, a person who is willing to give me 12 bank statements knows I'm going to be looking at income on those mm-hmm. things and I'm going to be looking at did you pay your rent in the last year. So when I see someone say, okay, I will provide you 12 bank statements, that person now has rose to the top mm-hmm. of those 30. So you're using that question really as a pre-screening tool. It's a Before you even get to a background, tool. this is a right. – this is a way to sift out those who are really, right. truly interested. Or right. Not. So if it's no pets, no smoking, if it's a short-term <coughs> rental, you know, please tell me, you know, this is a short-term rental only available from this date to this date. Yeah. And so I sit back and I let all of these requests come in. And all I do is look for someone to repeat that code word to me. And it tells me they've probably looked at all my pictures. They've read the whole paragraph because this was at the end. Right. When I... When we become business partners, a landlord-tenant relationship, they're going to read the lease. Mm -hmm. They're going to read my disclosures and disclaimers. They're going to pay attention. That's who I want in my home is that person. Because they want to be in your home. Right. Which I love. Yeah. Right. So if you're grabbing one out of the 30 Zillow applications or requests for it, you're just blindly grabbing them. If you throw in a code word... um, you can strategically find better people quicker and not be showing that property, you know, time and time. And, you know, your mm-hmm. time is money. And as yeah. landlords, you know, honestly, guys, we want to work the most efficient way possible. I don't have a whole lot of time to spend. You know, the market's hot right now, and there's a lot of people who want my property, and I just want to find the best one without violating FHA. Mm-hmm. So this helps me find the best person without even opening up an application and, and moving on from there. So. Yeah. I love that. I think with that tool, if your properties are empty right now and you want to fill them up, go ahead and use something like that. It can be whatever you want it to be. I don't care. Know that you're in charge of the landscaping around the property. If mm-hmm. there's anything that you want to emphasize about that property, make it your code word. Right? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it it, uh, it helps you out. So we, we love using that. It's really helped us out. We talked a little bit about getting 12 months um, bank statements. That's for a different podcast, but that really is an effective tool right now when 
the screening companies can't get the evictions in the courts because we had an eviction moratorium. Yeah. So if you can't see the negative side, then go find the positive side, and that is proof that I paid. I love that as a code word um, for now, as long as uh, that's what we're requesting. So, hey, renting these places is no different than selling them. We want people to just love it, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm looking, my goal is five years. I love people to stay at my properties for five years, at least. I don't want to turn a property every year. It gets too expensive. Yeah. Too much flooring, too much paint. Yeah. And we do the math. You know? I mean, we, we do the five-year math, and it's that's that's $120,000 It's a $120,000 partner. Yep. That is what I'm looking for because I can put them in. Um, I think those old infomercials said, what, set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. You yep. know? Yep. And then, uh, really, then I do an online... Then I do an online rent pay system, and I hardly hear from my renters. Yeah. You know, hardly. I mean, it's almost like I forget I have rentals, and it allows yeah. me to go on and do other things. So hope that helps you as you get ready to uh, put your properties on Zillow. Uh, really a good tool to use. Um, I don't know. Maybe now every ad in Zillow might have code words everywhere. And, and you I'd know. love to see that. That would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just remember, there will be desperate people looking to apply at your property on any online forum. So do what you do can do to protect yourselves. Go ahead and subscribe uh, with us so you can get this information and we can bring you the latest and greatest ideas from all over the world from our landlord clients that call in all the time. Some of these ideas are ours. Others' ideas are come from great conversations we have with clients and landlords around the country. So we appreciate it. If you have any ideas or anything, that can help landlords, uh, please hit us up, make a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, continue to rent. Perfect.